0: Jr. and my co-host Stacia T. Hey Stacia, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. How How's everyone? How are you?
0: Oh, good. S- today's a special day. Well, actually a couple days ago, but I just wanted to say happy birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah. How did you enjoy your birthday? It was
1: great. I mean, with the COVID going on, it was um, not much that I could have really want to do, but I just basically did things indoor. I ordered uh, some red lobster, you know, had it delivered to the Mm. house and, Mm -hmm. you know, ordered a cake and I picked that up. So I just basically stayed indoors and just me and my daughter just just partaked in that.
0: Nice. Nice. I'm glad you had a good time. You did tell me earlier that you was able to get some some me time in.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So once again, happy birthday, because you know that's a special day. Whether you didn't do a whole lot or not, we're just so grateful that you was able to have a good time, enjoying the day with your precious daughter. Oh yeah. hmm And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, you know, eventually we're gonna talk about her too, because she's she's uh working on some big things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a lot
0: of. Stuff. Yeah, I was pretty yeah i was really surprised when you was telling me about some of the stuff she's working on i know she's taking up some different type of things in college that's helping her to move along in the field that she's choosing so but we'll talk about that a little bit later but you know i mean i'm just so proud of her and uh, honestly i'm so proud of you too because you are a true outstanding mom i
1: appreciate and it thank you
0: you're welcome you know i mean it from the bottom of my heart because You know, we was talking earlier and this day with the COVID and with all the hatred and racism and stuff that's going on, you know, yeah. (laughs) There's people that are about to become homeless.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 terrible out there, you know. I mean
0: Yeah. You know, it's it's still, you know, all about five, six months now or about five months past and you know, and again, you know, you know, I don't like to talk too much about politics, but it just it just is so miraculous to me that our government the way they are or aren't mm-hmm. and how people and people are side with them with the foolishness you know did you hear did you hear about this um that doctor from from africa
1: yes i did i forgot the did name ever- but i did hear about it about him yeah
0: you know the thing about it is you know, yeah, we love Africa. We love we love the world. I mean, we love nations. That's what we do. But I don't care where you're from. If you're crazy, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't care where you're from. You kind of talking crazy. I mean, you have to listen to some other stuff. You know, they posted to her talking about you know she had a, a cure. You know, she cured 300 people. None of her people gotten sick. And, but then if you listen to some of her other her other sermons. She be talking about demon possessed. Not 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 that I don't believe a demon possessed. I believe in that. But I'm talking about she said that some of her um oh man, it's just crazy. When I listen to what some of the stuff she was saying, like the vaccines or not there the lack of vaccines and how it's connected with with um alien alien blood and stuff Am I? Like, are you
1: kidding oh really me? so maybe the vaccines didn't work out the alien stuff inside of me yet huh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying you know man. i was vaccinated back in the 70s so <laughs> you're right i'm a 70s baby yep. so i don't know where she's coming know, from with that
0: she, i don't know i don't know where she's coming from i she was talking about something with dinosaurs and the, when the dinosaurs died, the bodies never went nowhere. So the DNA, I mean, come on. I mean, that's people are dying, you know, people are dying and you know, we're talking about, I think we just passed 150,000 deaths in the United States. This is not some little thing. This is not no joke. You
1: I know it's it's and you know what's unfortunate is you can't believe and and people will tell me something different because oh well you utilize the internet but you have to discern which from the internet you're going to you're going to uh, base your your thought process on because there's a lot out there that that don't need to be out there but you know you got people just like us we have this platform here with the podcast mm-hmm. there's a lot of people with with. Um, with platforms that they feel that were, they want to reach people so if they want to shock people then they, gotta, they, they got people that's listening to them and you got to discern right. what's out there in the internet because a lot of what's out there ain't what it is with is truth if it's not coming from a major outlet a major network a major news outlet etc right. you can't base that truth you know
0: and, and, the, and the sad thing about it is is that if you do that, if you listen to, to something and don't even fact check it, don't even go back on it, you are propag- propagandering a lie.
1: Yeah, and, and a lot, like I had somebody that told me like, well, you can't trust too much what the news say either. But you know what? Those people that be on the TV, they're not doing that for free.
0: <laughs> right, right. That, that's so, Right all those nations um, different channels it's not for free there's no free channels there's no free
1: channels out there every channel is backed by a sponsorship right which pays the salaries of of our reporters so my thing is don't come showing me a YouTube link telling me that it's true when the link that you're showing me is ridiculous
0: (laughs) absolutely absolutely completely ridiculous I mean you you I mean, that's the same thing with the way I talk about reading the Bible. If you guys are going to just take out one little piece of the Bible and try to make a doctrine, that's false doctrine. That's not That's not real.
1: Or you're not, or you're it, part of the scripture, but not the full, not the full thing. <laughs> Which a lot, right. I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, probably going to upset some people, but go you got to read the entire scripture of the Bible. You can't just pick a piece and go, that's okay, right. this is what it meant. Like, for instance, I'm going to give a perfect example. The scripture where it says uh that we gotta um that we gotta honor our husbands.
0: A lot right, of a right, lot of men yeah. like to
1: stop on that and say, Well it says you guys gotta honor us. They never read what's after that, which means that they have to honor us too.
0: <laughs> That's right. I mean the whole and like you said, there's a whole thing on that. And I believe that was I believe it was Ephesians, in Ephesians, I'm not positive but I, I can double check. I believe but, it's
1: in Ephesians, yes. And, and it might
0: have been correct. Yeah. I, it's one of those, yeah. but... Ephesians 5, verse 22 through 28. The thing about it is, you know, we am not going to get too deep into, into right. that, but that particular scripture was, it was literally telling the people how to behave for those particular people because they was. Getting so overwhelmed with all these different little things, right. but like you said, it doesn't just say a man on a woman honor a man. It says men on a woman just as we honor God. So, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but and you're absolutely right. That's they do take a little piece of the Bible and try to make a doctrine out of yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I, 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 and, I use that as example. I didn't want to get off the topic for tonight, but I just want to use that as example right. that you have to read the whole thing
0: right yeah you're 100% right thank you for that and you are 100% correct <laughs> <laughs> and so, that's exactly what the news this, out there
1: today you gotta you gotta you gotta research
0: you can't just go about yeah one thing. it's true but the thing about it is if you're the president of the United States come on you should you you should definitely be looking into it and not just he, he, he literally said well she sounded sound good to me, what she was saying. Of course, it sounded good to him because she was saying what he's saying.
1: Don't make me go there. And it was crazy. Don't make me go there about that president, please. <laughs> this is not the platform for that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you know, say- I've been
0: noticing it's been happening, man.
1: Yeah. It, all, all, <laughs> all I'm going to say about that is, you know, he's our president, he's our sitting president, and I will yep. honor that. However, I do not agree with a lot of the stuff he says about, um, and what he's doing for the coronavirus pandemic. Because if people remember when the Ebola pandemic uh, came out,
0: it was nipped in the bud mm-hmm. within months. So quick. I, I, it was, it was nothing compared to the amount of deaths that we had. If anybody died, it probably was a couple of people or a few people, but yeah, you don't want to right. That's a R- so R- we, we'll get off yeah. of that. Yeah. You're, you're right though and maybe we'll touch on that again but I really wanted to get back to this because I'm so grateful that you are back with us you know I've had few um, un- unscheduled uh, recordings and uh, one or two you wasn't able to make with me so I'm just so glad you're back I really appreciate it and I hope that you heard if you've been listening you you know I've been been giving you some props yeah I have know. been listening um, I,
1: had, I had to step away for a moment um, my uh, day job keeps me busy i'm an analyst Mm -hmm. by day and anybody who's out there who's an analyst knows how demanding that job could be and then i have my my projects that i'm working on in the entertainment realm so it's i've just been Uh, on a burnout pretty much so i i I didn't want to come on the podcast and be um and and, and, and and not been productive or sounding sluggish or anything right, like right. that. So I appreciate right, right. You got I appreciate you holding it down without me there. <laughs>
0: you know. Yeah. I'll try, I'll try <laughs> not
1: to make that happen again, but you know how life is sometimes
0: hey, hey life gets in a way and we keep on going. That that's what we yep. do. So so now you know to our listeners again, thank you so much. We truly appreciate you all and at one time I had, I think I got a comment on it. Didn't sound too, too hot. The only, probably the first negative comment that I got and it happened to be on how I try to break down listeners and listener supporters. So I just want to rewind on that real quick and just say anyone that's listening and anyone that's supporting, I just appreciate you so much. We couldn't do this without your love and listening, because like I said before, If we didn't have listeners it would fall on deaf ears
1: absolutely i agree with that
0: so thanks to everyone everyone guests everybody who's being a part of this we truly appreciate it well let me just let me just start um getting jump into a a quick prayer okay so then we can get into our show all right heavenly father lord our savior we truly would like to take this opportunity to thank you For all your mercy and all your grace, your forgiveness, your kindness, and all your protection. As we speak on this podcast, I hope and pray that anyone that's listening, that some way, somehow, that your word will be able to go through and encourage them to continue to be on a good path or to get on a good path and to continue to go forward in your name. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart are all acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Savior, and our Redeemer, Deemer, Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Amen, 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 okay. All right, got a quick scripture, you know, and then we're going to get into some, some meat, because I've been promising the listeners that we're going to get to learn more about Stacia T. She's with us tonight, so we're going to definitely get into some more of what's going on it's with okay. Stacia. Because I hear you've got some pretty great things coming up. So, I'm really excited about that for okay. you. Okay. Okay. So, the scripture is out of Psalms 100, verse 5. It says, For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Period. Amen. Okay. All right. That's, that's huge. It's small, but it's huge because... You know a, a lot of uh, church goers or it might be Baptists. you know they always say well, the Lord is good how they say it? the Lord is good the Lord is good always and always good that's what something like that so anyway you look at it the Lord is good no matter what you're going through whatever God is Absolutely. still good and he he can take us through the worst situations in life and when it's done you can see how good he's been Yep. because I don't believe, I don't believe that God creates bad situations for us. I think that, um, I, I believe, I believe in Eve, the evil spirit of life will really try to create those things. And God will take whatever situations you're going through and he comes and brings it out on a beautiful side. Sometimes it might not seem like that to us, but trust me, it always works out for the good, whether or not someone's going home to be with the Lord, or whether they're staying on this earth and things are still working out well for them, it always works out good.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Stacia, you know what's up. We really try to be honest in what we're talking about and how we feel. We try to be completely transparent as possible. You know, I mean, nobody's perfect, you know, but we try really hard. I know sometimes some people want to know how can I tell? so many things that happened in my life. And like I have some family members uh, that listened to the podcast and said, I can't believe that you said that. You know, the reason why I say the things that I'm saying or the stories that I'm telling are, I just hope that someone can see that if I had to go through those type of things and God had brought me out on a good end, that he can, if he did it for me, he could do it for anybody. I believe that
1: right right Uh, i believe that as well
0: yeah yeah so now let's see here okay like i said i've been promising everybody you know on the that's been listening that we're going to get a little bit more deep into things that's going on with stacia so stacia i got a couple questions for you first of all again welcome back welcome back
1: Thank you so much.
0: Hope we, hope we don't have another break like that. Know, again. Right? But I'm just glad you're back.
1: <laughs> I'll try not to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I said, life happens. So what are we going to do? But let me ask you. So since our last recording, um, has anything that you pretty much want to hit on? And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you just so you can kind of speak. We're talking about things that happened since last time we talked. And even things that you've been working on, some of your passions, um, some of your interests, and and some hobbies if you happen to feel you have any hobbies. So just go ahead and take it away for a few and, and kind of let everybody know a little bit more about yourself.
1: Well, um, gee, where could I start? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, what's been happening? What's been happening since I last recorded? How about that?
1: Well. Um, as far as the home front, we're still kind of hunkered down here. Um,
0: oh yeah, the COVID,
1: COVID. The COVID is is kind of ruined the the world right about now. So, um, you know, I I just been. I mean, thank goodness, my daughter and I have not been have I have not you know have not been sick. So that's a that's a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. and but I know. I had just moved out here to to Pittsburgh in January. Okay. So I just now they do say it takes months for you to get into yourself and it and it, for me it did. Um, I was on the radio at Genesis Radio in the Poconos. Um, I started okay. there in March, and then my job moved me out here. and I literally had just started on the on the radio station. So okay. over there. So um, when I made the move out here, when I when I moved out here, it was like, okay, well, what's next? So right, being that I have my own space again, um, and and you know, I have I'm in my own aura, so to speak. I've kind of re right. redirected uh, myself to projects that I never really worked on when I was out in the Poconos. Okay, so one of
0: kind of re- reinventing yourself, yeah,
1: rebranding, reinventing. Um, in the mm-hmm. course of the time that I was in the Poconos, my company was established, the Enterprises LLC. Um,
0: can you repeat that?
1: The Enterprises LLC, okay. And when I formed the company. I wanted it to be based on music and health and wellness, which are my two big um passions, but awesome. I wasn't sure where what direction it's gonna it was gonna go in. I just established a company and I said, "I'll get to work on it, but I never really did. I was focusing on other projects that I had to finish. so now that i've I'm here. I'm kind of refocusing myself on, on the business. I'm, uh, getting back into producing again and write music. Um, I have some, I had a show on Genesis called Sunday morning classics. And before I left, I had interviews lined up, um, to air, but they just never aired. So I'm redirecting that Mm. energy and I'm just probably going to just release them myself. Um, Okay. I interviewed Robert Coolbell and Dion Warwick for the inaugural show wow. at Genesis Radio. And after that show, that's when I had to move. So <laughs> it started, mm-hmm. but then I had yeah. to leave. So um, I wow. will be re-airing those, those um, interviews, but on my platform. And I have other interviews lined okay. up as well that I've never aired and i spoke to my colleague my colleague out in new york and i'm going to be developing uh my own website and everything else so you could catch those interviews
0: awesome awesome man i wasn't expecting all that (laughs) (laughs) nobody was wow (laughs) congratulations is it how do you pronounce struko struko
1: Steruko. S-T- it's like
0: Steruko. Now, what did you get that name from?
1: Well, it's a combination of my first name and my middle name.
0: Ah, <laughs> tricky. Yep. Tricky, yep. tricky. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And and you're talking about it's gonna, you're going to be dealing with health and wellness, which is awesome. Yeah, part of which and music and you're writing something?
1: Yeah, um with the health and wellness part, um, I'm working on some some um, some some licenses right now in health and wellness. Okay. Um, what I plan to do is use music and dance as a way, as a way of of healing. Nice. Um, as far as women my age who 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 hit the 40s and they start. Um, I know it, oh. for me. Yeah. For me.
0: What is thought I thought you was you know, I seen your pictures. you was looking like uh, you know, like little youngsters, little pigtails. <laughs> A lot
1: of people don't believe my age <laughs> when I tell them.
0: So <laughs> That's amazing. No, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, you know saying black don't crack, you know, until true, later. True,
1: true, true. <laughs> so what happened so so what it is with, with this initiative is um when I was turning before i hit 40 um i was having some health issues that i didn't know what they were the doctors didn't know and i don't want to really get into it here but uh, the long long story short of it is um the doctors didn't know what it was and they attributed all to stress my weight gain um wow yeah me feeling tired all the time and you know, and certain other things that I was just like, something is not right. You need to tell me what's not right. Well, right. what happened was, and I, I will say this was that I had a doctor who ran some uh, tests, and they found out that I went into menopause very early.
0: Oh, okay. But the doctors before
1: okay. this one didn't run those tests. They were trying to say other things was wrong with me
0: because right, they're thinking you're so young. There's no way that that right. was going to happen.
1: So right. my initiative is women should, and that's if you could afford it. I know now, now nowadays it's kind of tough, especially with this current administration. That we did, have.
0: You say, did you say say if you, if they can afford it? Because I think you broke up a little bit. Is that right? What you said? If they
1: could afford it, because I know nowadays is um is kind of tough financially for a lot of people.
0: But, right. um, yeah, it's a tough time,
1: right? And, um, I'm not sure if the I think they did away, I'm not sure if the Obamacare is still up, but or the healthcare marketplace or whatever it is. Absolutely. But I want to, I want to be, um, a conduit for women that don't take care of themselves. Um, okay, for whatever reason, I, I think the women have to, um, put their health first. I know we, we we're kind of the nurturers we're being we're mothers, we're wives, we're girlfriends, we're baby mamas, we're right. everything else right. or some of us would or some of y'all with no children y'all probably caretakers or whatever but you but right. and, and for me, I've always been in the doctor so when I kept telling them something was not right, you know they wouldn't believe me. But what I right. want to do with my initiative is, is um, try to get women, especially over the age of forty, to make sure that they're taking care of themselves, because um, and in fun ways too. Like um, you could you could cook healthier. You could you don't have to go to a gym eight mm-hmm. nine hours a day. You could put in five ten minutes here and there. Is always a result at the end, right. you know. So, right. so I don't have a full plan yet, but what I want to do is, is direct it because I'm I'm a woman in my 40s, and mm-hmm. um, part of this also will work with 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 mental health as well because um, a okay. lot of us struggle. I know in the beginning I did when I found out I was in menopause and going into my 40s. I did struggle with a little bit of depression. Right. Um, I guess they call it a midlife crisis sort of thing. You know, you you going okay. from one aspect of your life, and now you return into a a more, a more mature woman. And I did deal with that that struggle a little bit. So what I want to do right. is I want to help women navigate through those feel navigate through those feelings through music and dance.
0: That's beautiful. I think that is amazing, and I would. I would dare to say that I would I believe that that is a calling that God is calling you to do and that sounds amazing and I there's something about the that healing the dancing healing that always touched me when you know how they have the uh the spiritual dances yeah you know sometimes like at some funerals they might dance and they you know like that and i I always thought that was a blessing you know because you know i mean i think that's kind of new i mean i never really seen um praised dancers like that in the spirit dancing like angels it seemed like you know
1: i was a praise dancer something about yeah i was a praise
0: dancer okay so you know exactly what i'm talking about yeah yeah Yeah, i know exactly what it
1: is yeah i mean it's it's the same kind of thing you know I believe in movement that that, that will that can heal, especially the mind. It, it'll heal the body, but it'll okay. heal the mind. And
0: okay. a lot of us women so that's, don't like to go. That's almost like yeah, the same effect start. as like the Tai Chi. Have you heard yes, of that? The I've Tai Chi? Tai Chi, yes. Yeah, so I guess it's, it's similar to that. I know they have that at the, they was having that before the COVID at the VA hospital. But now I hear that there's some people that's doing something like that online. But people are logging in, but I mean, the same thing like with the dancing. I mean, I can, I can see that. I can see that working very, you know, amazingly helping people. So that's a wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So congratulations. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. That is truly amazing. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm sure, and I know for a fact that we have some women listeners that have expressed certain feelings to me about um going through different emotions and different um health issues whether it be physical or mental and i think that this will be wonderful for them so awesome kudos and congratulations i'm glad your heart was open and um, you know what's amazing you made these decisions after you moved and you was already lined up with a radio station you you know doing interviews with with dion warwick and things like that and then you still had to you moved away and now you now god is blessing you to reinvent yourself and he had to take you through certain types of emotions that now those emotions that you have overcome god has blessed you to overcome now your heart is i want to do something to help others
1: yeah i've always that's a beautiful- yeah I've always wanted to help other other you know other women because you know what we see on and I gotta go back to the internet again what we see on the internet mm-hmm. is a lot of women basically chopping each other up and I've always hated that because yeah we get enough we get enough from our male from our from our from the males out there. You know, we yeah, get enough yeah. ostracization from them. We get we get ostracized a lot because we're women, and as black women as well. Right. And you know, it just saddens me that instead of lifting each other up, that we that we um, because we were hurt somewhere in our lifeline, you know, in, in our life experiences, that we feel that we could hurt other people. Some of us don't really know that we're doing it, you know, right. but. It's always, been, it's always been something of me that I, I really don't like when, especially like if, if I go on Facebook, let's say and I say mm-hmm. something and there'll be somebody, which I cut them off after it's done. You know, I don't play around with that but, you know, right, I'll say right. something and then some woman will say something offline or off way and it's like, why, what is right. that coming from? You don't know me but yet you're cutting me down and I think that this program yeah. that I'm trying to put together is, is trying to lift women up. It's not to say, well, you're too fat or you're too skinny or you know anything like that. It's being right. it's right. it's being um, loving yourself as a whole, whether you're big or small, you're sick or you're not, and 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 just grow you know grow a sisterhood that way instead of hating on each other
0: for right. no reason. Right. Yeah. I, I think I think um, you know, I think this started back so long ago, you know, but. I think what happened that the women are like that against each other now. I think it came from the women that were dealt like that by men. And and it became, you know, they they got so put down by men and now it's like they want to carry it on since they're not that they won't say it to a man, but maybe it's easier for them to say it to another woman and, and put her down. So why I have no I I have no reason. I don't no understand. Yeah, I, don't but understand but it I think either. that I think the path you're on is amazing. I think that's yeah. great. You know, no, I, th- I, really think, I think this is gonna be a blessing to a lot of people. You know, I really I, I, I know I built up this show because you know, we have a couple uh, really intense things that we're gonna talk about in, in a few minutes. But I'm so glad to be able to um to be able to talk with you and to listen to your passions and your desires and and your wonderful you know business mind and and how to help other people and i really think that this is going to be a blessing i believe that this episode is going to be one of those episodes that's going to go down in history that where people are going to be talking about in for a long time so i really believe that and that this is the beginning of something wonderfully and fresh that you're working on and the fact that we're doing this podcast which is a uh, a fresh new thing that we're doing. You know, I believe that God has his fingerprint on this and I think it's going to be truly amazing. So at that, I'm going to stop this part and we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, two more situations that happened in your, one in your life and one in my life. And then we're going to wrap this all up. And um, hopefully this will continue to be a blessing to everyone. So we're going to take a a break and we'll be right back. Thanks again. All right. Hello and welcome back. Thanks again for joining us. This is the second half of episode four, segment one with Stacia T. Stacia, what's up? How you doing? Man, boy, that is some, you just laid down some serious stuff. I'm, I hope that our listeners are going to, uh, I really believe they're really going to appreciate the information that you put out and that you're going to be um, working on in the near future. So we're, I'm really excited for you and for the adventures that you're about to go on. So I pray that God continue to bless you and bless everything that you're doing and that he continues to work on your heart and comfort you and from that point what we're going to do right now I have one more question to lead into this really uh, important part of your life that happened that I would love for you to share with our listeners and my question to this is is there a time in your life where you've ever felt that your life was in jeopardy
1: excuse me take your time yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think I the only thing I could really I had let's just put it this way I've had many times in my life which I will share different times during the throughout the, this podcast.
0: What? But what? um,
1: that 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 does ring a bell. But um, the one part, the one aspect before all of that happened, um, when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. I was hit in the face by a straight bullet and oh near uh Vandiver Projects.
0: Oh, that's a bad area. Yeah, too. I was
1: waiting yeah. for the B-8 bus to go <laughs> home. I had to take a night class, believe it or not, in gym to graduate high school. Hmm. Um Don't ask me how that happened. All I know is I never missed a gym class, <laughs> but I guess with administration let's put it this way administration i think messed up my my uh transcript and they said i was missing a gym class which and oh, okay. which i didn't understand why because i was an athlete at that time but anyways i had to do a night class out of sheepset bay high school and at the time i lived in east flatbush and the 8 bus ran through from sheepset some part of sheepset bay to my house so mm-hmm. i took the b8 bus and i had and and i was actually um, right by Vanderveer Projects, when it's, when when the stray hit me, I oh. didn't know I was shot. No, really? I didn't know. I knew something came to me, but I didn't know I was hit. It was Halloween weekend, and I thought maybe somebody threw an egg and it missed me, you know. But I didn't think I got hit by yeah. a bullet.
0: So where, where did you get hit? Everything In my face. Oh my goodness. Wow, but wait a minute, you don't, I see your face, you got a beautiful face, I don't see no scar.
1: Well, what they did was, they went inside, I had Lockjaw, and what they did was, they didn't have to cut my face open to get it out. They literally, they just had to put me to sleep, uh, open my mouth, and take it out. It It was lodged behind my left wisdom tooth in the back on the top. Wow, um, the only scar that I do have is at the tip of my nose, but you can't see it because, um, for two reasons. Number one, at that time, this this happened in 1992, October of 1992, and at that time, laser surgery was pretty much in its infancy, and I was one of the first candidates for laser surgery, so. What they did was fuse my nose. I didn't miss. I didn't. Uh, they didn't have to use like a fake skin or anything. Everything is there. All they had to mm-hmm. do was fuse my nose back together, um, and they did that with laser. Wow. And I, like I said, I have one scar at the tip of my nose, but it's so small you can't see
0: it. Wow, I, I never noticed it. And you told me the story before, and and when you was when. You and Maya had came to visit at the house. I mean, I've never seen, I never noticed. <clears throat> excuse me, I never noticed anything. So that's that's just amazing. Yeah. That that happened to you, and and you are still here to talk about it. Yeah,
1: I am still. And you know what's funny? When I, I, I'm asked this question a lot, for a long time I couldn't talk about it you know future. I can now I mean you know that thing happened when I was 18 I'm in my 40s now I could talk about it now but um I couldn't talk about it for, for a long time and I really don't know why I wasn't able to talk about it but I think some people was looking for me to have some sort of an aha moment because at that time I was going into music uh and and dance and everything else and I guess people right. was looking for me to have an aha moment that that happened to me but truthfully I didn't really have it you know what I had was the mm-hmm. mindset of okay get this bullet out of me I'm in, the, I'm in the hospital for a week two weeks maybe I got therapy after that just get it out of me let me get on about let me do the therapy get done with it let me go on about my life that was my thinking at that time at 18
0: you know right.
1: um, wow. but I think looking back that I've gained some wisdom over the years I think that was a oh, yeah. the, I think that was a moment for me that said that if I'd have lost my life at 18 I probably wouldn't have what I have now
0: absolutely absolutely that's amazing that's an amazing story because you know these people is getting shot in the face and they don't, they don't usually live to tell about it
1: yeah so, yeah and like I said when you're eighteen, you're not thinking about none of that. You're not thinking about spirituality. I mean some eighteen year olds do, don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah it happens.
1: I, I'm speaking personally for me, although I was brought up in the church and and you know, been te- you know, and and been saved and everything else, that mentality wasn't right. there yet. I was just like, get it out of me, let me get out about my way. I got business to attend to, I got classes to go to. I got college to attend you know, you slow me down you gotta live yeah, life. you know
0: he's like, man, I gotta live life get this thing out of me so I can you know, live life
1: I, and, and that was it, you know so, I think that's probably why I was afraid to talk about it for a long time because I guess people expect me to say that that was the moment when I didn't have that moment <laughs> you
0: know <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I, I, I never got i never been shot, I mean, out of all the the craziness that i've done i've never been shot so i can't even imagine it i can't even say yeah i hear what you're saying i know because i can't even imagine getting shot in my i can't even think of not one part of my body like oh ow, i don't even want to think about right. it right yeah and you got shot in the face and you lived yeah. and and yeah. eventually you end up giving your life fully to christ but you know it's just such a blessing you know we can look back and see different things but then we can look forward and see how God had protected protected you the whole way to this yeah. point
1: yeah because there's definitely you know, been times yeah. in my life that um I think God was there the whole time because there was definitely sometimes mm-hmm. especially after that moment that I'm like how did I even survive that you know
0: right how did you even survive that
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Well, it's a beautiful thing to know that you can look back now. You wasn't looking at it too big of a deal back then, but now, you know, older and you got the wisdom and you recognize that that was God protecting you and carrying you through. And that's a beautiful thing because I thank God for it because without that, I don't know who who would be here to be co-hosting for me, keeping me in line. (laughs) Maybe Pam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> so I tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm, that's that's an amazing story, and um, I know you have others, but that that one always stood out to me when you told me. And you know, whenever I see your pictures, and whenever I'm talking to you, and I see you, it's like it always comes my mind. I just can't believe it. I, I don't see, it. I don't, I don't see it. But at least now you kind of spoke a little bit more in details and made it more not a little bit, a lot of details to understand why you know, where the bullet went that you was able to physically um, heal where no one doesn't see any uh, discrepancies in your, in your face. Yeah. At all. And the so.
1: doctor who performed the surgery, my goodness, he was, yeah. a, he was a German doctor. He's probably no longer with okay. us, but he was one, like I said, I was one of the first patients at that time to utilize that technology. Um, oh. Yeah um the the laser cert- because it was really i mean it was out there but it wasn't as prevalent as it is now you know back then it right. wasn't it was one of those things where you had to have the money to do it but he was willing to do it for me because my mom knew i wanted to mm-hmm. go into certain things in the entertainment business and she was concerned that you need my you need your face to be out there
0: right you know okay
1: so she worked for a very good company at the time, so I, I was mm-hmm. with the surgery. So, right, yeah, right. But um, I will say that 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 moment there, um, I'm grateful. I could see now that God had His hand on me. I could see it now. I couldn't see it then.
0: Right, and and that's a beautiful thing, and and to even to acknowledge that God loves that, because you know I, I try to I try to tell people and explain to them how. That God does not create those situations. He's not trying to just harm us like that. But evil, the devil, yeah. yes. He would love to put a bullseye on our on our forehead, in our back, wherever he can. True. You know, and it's just important to recognize that that there is a God and that He will protect us.
1: Absolutely. And my family ve- so, is a yeah. very praying family. My mom, you know, she's, she's all about the church. My grandmother, my <clears throat> grandmother's one passed away last year. I've always been around people of faith. My great grandmother also. Right. So, I mean, you know, I, I was always wondering for years why I didn't get that feeling like how they had it. But I guess I feel it right. a different way from a lot of people. that doesn't mean i don't love the lord and i just want to put that out right
0: yep yep you said something to uh off air we was talking earlier about how some people make you feel um well i think you said that someone told you well you need to find you need to find god
1: yeah um and that's because um i guess when i think this person was trying to tell me that i didn't have enough fire for god um i guess because i the way i act i mean those who know me like you know me you know i'm Mm -hmm. very direct assertive yeah um i'm very
0: and 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 smooth in a smooth nonchalant right Mm -hmm. right you know So and yeah they hear that they think that you're like you don't you must not really know God because you talking so smooth and, and and a matter of fact
1: exactly. And this person basically yeah. was telling me that I need to find him because it, it looks like I didn't find him yet because of the way I act, <laughs> you
0: know. Mm. And and that's a shame because and what I what I responded when you told me that cause I was really surprised that you said someone uh, would tell you that. And my my. A response to that would be that person is judging you and and, and they're, they're in a deeper a deeper situation than you are or not even as you are no matter what your situation is because they should not be judging you and saying that what you need to do is anything
1: yeah how you broke you know, it down yeah, I, I right. agree how you broke it down there I agree. I just didn't mm-hmm. see it that way then. I was just like, "Well, who is this person to tell me that I don't love him?"
0: You know, right? Right. And and you know for sure that you love him, and you know you've accepted him, and 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 that's the bottom line, and because that's all he cares about is that we give our life to him, and then we then of course we go on and try to uh, do the best we can in life, do the best you know to help someone or to lead someone to that path of righteousness. But, you know, but the basics is accepting him. If a person believes if they if they believe in the name of Jesus, they believe that he walked on this earth and they believe that he died and they believe that he rose again and is now sitting at the right hand of the father. You got a ticket to heaven. So it's like, you know, I dare anyone. You know, how how dare you to that lady or person, man, that said that to you? They need to check themselves they should be asking for forgiveness and they need to be getting themselves in line correctly so no that's an awesome story i'm so thank you thank you so much for sharing and I, I really hope that our listeners really appreciated that
1: i hope so too now, i hope it helps somebody yeah at some way
0: yeah i'm sure it will i'm sure it will you know i'm sure it will now you know i always have a story so it's it's not like I'm like trying to one up you. It's just that. No problem. I, I no just problem. I just felt that. Story wars. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, story. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know. No, but I hear what you're saying wars. though. <laughs> yeah, you know, because you know Garthold, he you know he's taking me through so much. Uh, he always, as I was preparing this show and and you know, you know things to ask or to talk about. He just kept bringing that this to me, this story to me. So I just feel like it's so important for me to to speak about. I don't believe I spoke about this at all. So I'm going to speak about this briefly now. Everybody knows it's caught up. If you're not caught up with with the previous show, I think we also we have about 14 14 episodes mixed in with different segments. So. If you listen to stories, you're gonna hear some pretty intense stories, and this is okay. one of them. Okay. This is during the time when I had, after I had left my, my first my first wife, and I was living a crazy life, and I I was deep into a life of sin, and I was a drug dealer. I was a gun carrying, toting, gangster. I never was a gangster before in my life, but when I went to Oklahoma, I became a gangster because I mean, I already did gangster stuff in New York, but I I, I didn't. When I got to Oklahoma, I was a part of the gangs. You had the Bloods, you had the Crips, and you had me, New York, in the middle. So I had about three or four guys, no, two or three guys from the Bloods, three two or three or four from the from the Crips and me they called me New York that's when I started living the gang's life because these guys were gangsters and and they were drug dealers and they were young but some of them were you know you know 21 22 three whatever some a little older but the bottom line was I got into that way of life because where I was living in Oklahoma, I was going to school. I was going to Spartan School of Aeronautics. It was Aeronautics School. I don't know why I was in there. Like I said, I'm not a technical person. And I, I never never said that I was like the brightest person either. But my friend convinced me to go there. He said it was simple. And when I went there, I realized quickly I didn't, I, I didn't belong there for one a racist situation happened in my life at that time I was coming from school I had to walk a long way and uh, a bunch of uh, white guys in a, in a pickup truck like ran off the side of the road made real dirt made me fall into the ditch and called me all kind of names and stuff oh boy. and from that point I realized I, yeah yeah it was I'm not I'm not even going to a lot of details about that but that was the the gist of what they right. did and it was the last time that I went to the school. I was like, I don't have a car. I can't get there. I don't have why come pick me up. I'm not going to be walking in the street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and these guys running like they want to uh, kill me or drag me on a truck or something. So I stopped. And at that time, I had my oldest daughter, my firstborn. She was probably around two. And um, I started hanging out with the guys that smoked marijuana. I smoked at that okay. time, and I would let them come in and hang out with me. And i re- that's when I realized that they were bloods and crips, but they were kind of working together because they was more interested in making money with the crack cocaine than fighting and and arguing amongst each okay. other. So by them hanging out at my little apartment, I started noticing that they were you know dealing these drugs right outside my my door and I was like, yo, y'all can't you can't do that in my my like that's my place. They said, okay, well we'll 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 put you down because you we did it out your house and well, we'll give you enough so you can get started. So I'm saying it's just to show how I got started in that gang in the gangster life with these guys, with these young guys. And um make a long story short, I was I, I raised up to be a, a, a pretty decent drug dealer you know I mean I was making a lot of money and I was dealing with these guys and we kept that area that was our area and there was this one young lady she owed me seventy dollars I mean I, I fronted her or whatever and and um she owed me seventy dollars <throat> Wow so I'm dealing at night you know so I snuck around. And I knew some of my friends went into her apartment. So I went behind the back of her apartment just to listen to hear what was going on. And I heard her say, oh yeah, I owe that punk New York $70. I'm not giving him nothing. I was like, she's talking about me. And I heard my friends kind of laughing or whatever. So I felt like I had to prove myself to show them that I wasn't no joke. So after they, they left and it was all safe for them, I ended up getting high and you know drunk and later on that night I went to her, her house not thinking about her family or nothing just thinking about the fact that she owed me money and she tried to make me look bad. Okay. I, sh- I shot up her house. Wow. I had a 380 which had special black talent bullets that took out at least three bricks from around her daughter and her little son's bedroom window. Gee. (laughs) I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't believe that I did that, but I I didn't, at that time, I didn't realize where the bullets went. I just knew. I shot her house up, hopped in my car, sped away, dropped, jumped to one of my other cars, hit that car, and, I mean, I really was into this thing. And later that day, The next day, excuse me, later the next day, I came back to the area and just to find out what happened. And that's when I found out that I shot out three bricks from around her, I mean, her kids were maybe, what, five or four or six somewhere. Wow. Nobody got hurt. Yeah, yeah, it it was just ridiculous, but nobody got hurt. But what happened was well, what really happened after, after that, she she came and she ended up, she gave me a, a new car. She got from a, a John or something and gave me $500. And I mean, so it, my, my gangsterism was raised in, the, in that area. But even through that, even through that, I, first of all, I got to say, I want everybody to understand this. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was not good. And that's why when I tell people, I said, you know, I wasn't good. I was bad. I was a bad person. They say, oh no, you was not that bad. No, I was bad. I was a bad person. <laughs> He's like, no, I was bad. You know. Know. <laughs> no, I was bad. I was bad. You know, and um, and to me, that proved it. And I think from that point, it started me. It started to kind of eat up at me that I allowed myself to get that low, right? And wow. that, that that bad, mm-hmm. and even. I know this is gonna sound crazy, but even during that time, after that happened, I still was crying out to God, "Forgive me. I'm sorry. I don't even know what's going on with me, but I couldn't get out of what I was doing." Yeah. But I tell you what, the next episode, the next episode, I'm gonna talk about how I got out because how I got out after that, God really uh, got a hold of me and changed my life. And you know, but I just wanted to talk about that that shooting aspect because the person that shot you, what? What they were doing, what they was thinking, was it a mistake that they shot the gun or was they trying to shoot somebody else? Who knows? But that person probably was not a good person. But who knows what happened after that to that person? Just like when I shot up that lady's house. No, that wasn't a good person shooting up that lady's house. But even at that lowest point of my life, living that life like that. God still was such a good God that he protected me and carried me through that to where I am right now. Right. Right. So, you know, it's just this is like a Shatas. This is like Shatas radio right now when we talk.
1: Yeah, I remember that movie. You,
0: know, you remember that <laughs> oh, yeah. Shatas?
1: That, that movie was, was Oh, deep. man. <laughs>
0: that's the movies this that's what the, that's what I think this episode is like a shot toss this is like you know you getting shot in the face you shooting up places and stuff and you know thank god nobody else got shot but here we are together man in this this podcast you getting ready to start all these major things that you getting ready to start and I'm, I'm just so enamored that I'm a part of that with you of being so ha- so helping me with a platform so you can continue to put out whatever you're doing and telling people about it so we can watch all this stuff grow and everything grow big and and know that how God is protecting us through all these different things. Sure. Sure. So what do you got sure. to say? Sure. What you got to say, Shaysa? Yeah. I mean
1: you won you, you won the story war.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> see I, now we had judges, we had judges, I think you won. I think see, you know, I shot the bullets. Nobody got shot, thank God. But see, somebody shot a bullet and you got yeah, shot. And then you was able to survive that. So I think, I don't know, I think you might have won that one, but but the bottom line...
1: I remember somebody told me years ago when I, when I spoke about the story, they was like, oh, yo, you gangster. I'm like, no, I'm not gangster. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. My right. goodness.
0: Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: but yeah. yeah. But- no,
0: because that's the way that's the way the ignorance works these days. You know, that's how some of some of the most major rap artists became so big because they got shot and they was able to rap about how them shooting and then embellishing on what happened and now they billionaires. You
1: know? And I was just I you was know? trying to get home from gym class. I mean, you know.
0: Right, right. I wasn't trying to be no yeah. gangsta, I was trying to make it home. Oh, please. I have a
1: West Indian. So stop monger. shooting out there. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but um that story is something else you know and I think um, maybe God worked in your favor as well because nobody got hurt
0: right you know Right.
1: kids you know you hear stuff on the news where people especially out in Brooklyn where I'm where we're originally from you know right they shoot people and, and a kid get hit you know what I mean? And in yep. your situation, yep. it didn't work. It, it it you didn't it didn't have that
0: story. Right, right, yeah. And that's and to me, that's to me that God knew that that's not what He wanted to happen in my life. He knew that, you know. I don't know if I could have took that. I don't know what would have happened if I would have, God forbid, you know, and killed one of her do- son or daughter. I mean, I I, I don't yeah. know. I don't. You know, I'm just so thankful that God knew to to lead me out of that and you know the other the other part of that and i spoke about this part is that after all of that you know this was like months after that i i gave my life back to christ but uh, i just you know i'm just so thank i'm just so thankful i'm just so thankful that he that he led me out and he you know he's got me to this point so it's such a blessing to my heart and my soul to be able to tell a story and hopefully touch someone's heart and even like your story so they can hear that in their life they're still making it. They're still listening to this and they're still on the right side of the dirt and, you know, still moving forward. And if if anyone out there, if you haven't received Christ as your personal savior, I highly advise you to, to do that because... You know, our life is so precious. Life itself is so precious and we don't have any right to be trying to take anyone's life or to be hating anyone or to be against anyone in that way. You know, we just got to continue to pray and uh, thank God for, for all his mercy and all his grace and everything he's doing for us. Stacia, thank you so much for sharing tonight. You know, you really opened up this time. I really appreciate it. And I hope that this this episode goes down in history so as when we become really big and God blows us up so we can continue to help more people that this, this, this episode episode 4 segment 1 will be a blessing to all those that hear
1: no problem, that was very hard to do by the way but I kind of feel better that Dang. I spoke
0: about it awesome, awesome that's what it's all about and, and I, I promise you that it's a blessing to someone that's hearing this too and with all that you got going on this is this is what it's all about this is i believe this is why god called me to to even start this podcast to tell these stories and to tell stories of others so we can help encourage people to to get on the right path and those that are on the right path that that path will be strengthened and that god will continue to bless through this podcast in our listeners thank you so much stacia once again thank you And everyone have a wonderful night and God.
1: All right. Good night.
0: Good night, Stacia. Talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.